All right, all right. Hey, guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Hawkins, and this is your best life defined. How you doing today? I am doing great. <laughs> I'm doing great. I sit here, I show up every day, I do this. I think to myself, damn, damn, <laughs> the numbers keep coming up. So apparently I'm doing something right. Apparently I'm not as crazy as I thought I was when I first started out. I'll tell you, a number of podcasts back, I mean, when you, you drag it out and you're like, oh, I suck. And I'm sure there are still some of you who think, I can't listen to this dude. I can't listen to this dude. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You don't, maybe you're not ready. It's not because the message is bullshit, because we can make a comparison. If you want to jump on that uh, on that message train, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, you'll find me. But if you want to challenge what I'm saying, I really do it. Do it. Put it in it out there, right? Put it out there. Go ahead and, go ahead and tell me this story's bullshit. <laughs> I dare you. I dare you. Those among us who are the miserably happy. I used to be one of those people. Miserably happy. I did it like everyone else because I didn't have another option. I did it like everyone else because I wake would wake up every day and, and I'll look around. I like I wondered, I wondered why all of our lives had to look the same, but I I did it. I was a member of the miserably happy. Get up at 5.30 in the morning, go to work. And, and it's this is not even an argument about work. You have to produce. You have to have a way to make money. What's ironic is we can't seem to resist the idea of being exactly like everyone else. That's where, that's where it kind of gets weird. And, you know, I'll watch people and you, you take a look at... In fact, here, let's just do this. When I talk about miserably happy, it's, it's, a judge, it's not a judgment, it's a, it's a fact. Think about your average day. Now, just make a mental list of the things you do every day. How many of those things are like rocking your world? How many of those things equal the level of energy you get when you do what you, what you love to do? Come on. Well, go ahead. I'll give you a minute. Because it's, it's, it's a story we're following and we own it because it's the legacy we've been handed. And in part, it's because no one has another idea. And then the other side of it is when those people like me who show up and say, Hey, listen, hey, guys, I have another idea. People are like, oh, no, we can't do that. That's crazy. And in case you can't figure it out, this living your best life, it is simply, it comes down to this. It comes down to, if you don't like doing it, don't do it. If you love doing it, do it. And if you can spend time doing crap you don't like, so you can spend a bunch of time doing stuff you do, then that might just be the trade-off, right? What's funny is we're not even doing that, okay? Everyone will, you, no one will argue with me when I say you have to have a job, you have to work, and, and God forbid you should work a job that sucks. I did it for years. Working in a federal prison is not, is not everybody's cup of tea. It's not easy, right? And it wasn't always fun. And I didn't always love it. But look what it allowed me to do. Look what I'm able to do. And the only regret I have in, in holding that job and doing what I did is that I didn't focus more. If I'd have known what I know now back then, my life would completely be different. It would be, it would be night and day from where it is right now, only because it's taken me all this time to figure out that I don't want to work for things that don't inspire me. 
I'm going to earn that money. I earned that money. I earned the retirement I have right now, right? But I'm not going to waste that money on anything that doesn't add value to my life, make my life easier, or give me access to more of the things I enjoy doing. And notice I keep talking about me. Let's turn this thing around on you. I don't. I, this isn't even a debate if you are miserably happy or not, because I guarantee you, if you're not waking up every day with at least one thing in your day that is actually like going to rock your world where you're like, okay, let's do that again tomorrow. And that's really sad. Think about it. The day is 20, we have 24 hours in a day. You work eight, between eight and 10 hours by the time you fight traffic and do all that. 14 hours a day and we can't figure out how to have a bunch of fun at the end of each day. We don't, we, don't, we don't have this prize at the end of each day so we can say, all right, I busted my ass, but guess what now? We're going to the lake with the boat. It's not even that great. Because what's funny about it is most of the time, two things happen. We don't have the time to think about anything else. And the bigger issue is we don't have the energy to think about anything else. So we fall into the category of people who do the same thing day in and day out. And when you ask them, are you happy? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Shit, yeah. I'm happy. Uh, this is not a judgment of your choices. This is a conversation about why you make those choices. Tell me the truth. Think about it. Why do you own what you own? Truly. Because you're amazed at the fact that you get to have a house is because every weekend you don't want to go golfing, you don't want to go mountain biking, you don't want to go hang out with your friends. You want to clean that yard, you want to mow that lawn, you want to paint those shutters, you want to organize your pimp ass garage, right? Not too likely, not for most of us. Now, do I know people who are rolling like that? Hell yeah, I walk around town every day as a part of getting ready to do this. I go down to the park and work out and I walk around and I look at people's lives. I look at the house they live in and what their life looks like. And there are some people who should own a house, who should have the cars, who should have the garage, who should have the grass and the flowers and all the stuff that comes with this American dream. And the way I know that is because it's pimped out. There's no doubt they love yard work because their yard is cut. I think they use tweezers to pull the weeds out, right? It's just trimmed by hand, right? And for the rest of us, we do the same thing as our neighbors, but what are you doing this weekend? I got to mow the lawn, pull some weeds. Gotta, I got to clean that damn garage out, man. I've been putting that off. That statement right there. <laughs> that statement right there is justification for why you need to take a second look. You take a minute and ask yourself, now why am I doing this again? And when it really comes down to it, the only answer most of us can give is because, well, everybody else is doing it and I can't think of anything else to do. Now imagine this. Imagine you have the same job you have now, but you have absolutely no debt. Okay. Or even simpler, imagine you have the same job you have now, you have no debt, you have a small house that you rent or a small place where you live, maybe an apartment, you have a vehicle that you don't owe anything on, so all you're paying for is your cell phone insurance, your rent on your apartment, and your living expenses, right? Imagine what you could do 
If you were in that position, what would you do? In fact, if you were in that position, if you had that opportunity, what would you change about your life to get you to where that is, right? If you don't owe anybody, you can quit your job as long as you have a little money in the bank. You could work your ass off, maybe get two jobs for six months, and then take that second job, all that income, and put it in the bank. And when you have six months worth of that extra job and you have $20,000, $30,000 in the bank, what's stopping you from going and traveling? What's stopping you from spending that $30,000 on doing what you love to do? Investing in something. Okay, this is where people with families who are already living the dream, they resist. Well, I can't do that. I got kids. I got a wife. I got a house. I got all that stuff. Let me break this out for you. If you're a member of the miserably, miserably happy, well, that is you're living your life. You've accepted your life because you look around and you realize, what the hell else am I going to do? And even if I wanted to do something else, I don't have the time or money. This is where grabbing something that's connected to who you are is so important because you'll never escape being a member of the miserably happy until you can actually find the resources and the energy to do that. And how do you do that? That comes back to the story. I've mentioned it before. If you want to escape your life, it doesn't matter what it looks like or what you have to do. If you want to escape your life, the ticket is to build a story around what you want to do and choose something that's centered within who you are. I'm perfectly happy right here. Is it easy? No, there are times that last podcast, I'm like, I suck at this. And I just keep going. You know why? Because I know that I'm going to nail this. I know that I'm going to get better at this. And more than that, I have energy for it. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this. It sucks. Maybe, maybe not. There are times I have trouble with the production simply because I'm enjoying the story. Because it starts to make sense after a while. Here it is. Living your best life. Spending more time doing what you love to do than what you have to do. Busting your ass doing things that suck so you can spend your time doing a bunch of, spend a bunch of time doing stuff that doesn't suck. Doesn't get any simpler than that. Or you can remain where you're at. You can, you can stay in your autopilot life and that's the truth right there. And I'm sorry if I offend you, but that's exactly what we do. We get in these autopilot lives where we wake up at the same time. We go through the same exact routine day in and day out for years. The scariest thing in my life is that I was going to spend the rest of my life doing what I had done from the time Sandy and I got married until until the time I decided to escape being a member of the miserably happy. And for everyone who says, oh, no, I'm happy. Oh, go go walk around. Go look at social media. Everyone, it's funny, our lives are in 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 crap, right? We're we're in debt. Our relationships suck. We're not content. We spend way too much time on social media wishing our lives look like other people's lives whose lives actually look just like our lives. Those friends of yours showing you all that great shit. Let them have them ask them to show you the next time you see a fancy ass trip or how amazing their friggin' life is because that's the facade of social media. That feeds the want, right? Well, why can't we be like them? Well, why can't we be like them? Ah. Ask them to show you their credit card debt, your, their bottom line, right? And what you're going to find out is they wake up pissed off just like you do. They wake up looking at their life going, God damn, look at those bills. We got to get out of debt. And we keep talking about it and the story keeps going and it's... A, Dave Ramsey's made millions of dollars on it. Dave Ramsey has made millions of dollars on people 
by guiding them out of debt. Give me a million dollars. Let me tell you the secret to being out of debt. Stop spending. Earn more. Put money away. Don't buy shit you can't afford. Oh, but we have to own a house. Why? Why do we have to own a house? Oh, that's because you love mowing lawns. No, you don't. You don't love mowing lawns. You don't love painting. You don't love remodeling. So, Oh, this is going to be great. And just so you know, when people come over and they hang out and they see your beautiful house, generally, depending on their perspective, they get out of the house, they jump in their car, they're driving home, they're like, well, it isn't that nice. Right? <laughs> get on that attitude. You see it on social media. You want to flaunt your stuff on social media? Go ahead. There's a good percentage of the people that are linked to you in some way or the other that look in your life and they're not they're not impressed with how great your life is. They're trying to figure out the cracks in it. Well, no, they couldn't have that much money. They're not doing that well. I know what he does. I know, I know them. We know them. They no, they're in debt. They're in debt just like us. And what's interesting is it's true. Right? And yet we walk around in these in these facades, driving our fancy cars and and being individuals that live the same exact life. That's the most ironic part about it. It's There's some sort of idea in in our heads, and it's been planted there. We've been taught to believe that the house, the car, the kids, credit is perfect and debt is okay. Jump in here. That's how we find happiness. And what's ironic is we don't even, we don't even have the willpower or the focus to say, hmm, how come no one's happy? Go ahead and look on it. Look at what's been going on the last year. If people's lives were so great, they wouldn't be have time for social media. You wouldn't have time to spend hours ranting and raving and battling with people you don't know because of some issue that doesn't even have any real impact on you, arguing about some politician you'll never meet. Based on tidbits of information, you're not you're not dealing with research and hours and education. You're 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 talking about we spend hours arguing points we don't know anything about right that's what's ironic about the whole thing how do you escape it step away from the noise step away from the noise and spend some time in your head spend enough time in your head just long enough to ask you why do i do what i do right why do why do you do it and if you can't come up with a great reason stop doing it Find something better to replace it with. That's the whole better part of this whole story. And it's just, it's one choice away, right? It's one decision away. It's about taking action or picking it, taking action and repeating that action. Revise it, change it up. Did that work? No, that's okay. It's okay to fail, I'm telling you. But the reality is if you don't change something in your life and you continue to follow the path as everyone else, guess what? You're going to get exactly what they get. Look 20 years down the road. Look at someone who lived the same life as you did or similar. The whole American dream thing. Who are 20 years older, you, older than you and that's where they are. And they're going to have the same stories as you. Unless you change something. And why the hell not? What do you have to lose? What are you going to die? You're running out of time. We're all running out of time. I show up every day because I'm running out of time. I want to make sure this happens. I want to have a positive impact in someone's life. And hopefully it'll be you. Are you ready? Today's the day. I'm calling you to action right now. Do it. Pick that one thing you want to change about your life or that one thing you want to do. And every day take a step towards it. And I guarantee before you know it, you'll be standing right on top of it. And you'll be going, hell yeah, look what we did. Keep it in mind. Let's not forget the kindness. Until next time, just remember today's your day. Make it a good one.